Do you have an idea for a podcast, but you don't know where to start? Maybe you're overwhelmed by all the tech or you're convinced nobody will actually listen to you. Well, I'm Shauna Game. After nine and a half years as a professional podcaster, at this show, everyone's talking money. And 25 million downloads later, let me tell you the secret to a profitable podcast. It is building a solid foundation, your podcast roadmap before you launch. That's why I created the Podcaster Class, a fast-paced group cohort podcasting for profit eight-week style NBA program. The Podcaster Class is immersive, comprehensive, and insanely motivational. If you want to create a podcast, DIYing a launch is just not the way to go. In the Podcaster Class, you'll get the tools, tips, and strategies to create a podcast that resonates with listeners and one you can be proud of. Get this. 90% of podcasters never make it to episode three. That's 2.8 million podcasters who just quit. So to be a top podcaster, you only need to publish 21 episodes, but you got to make them good. So in the podcaster class, I'm taking the mystery out of how to create, launch, and profit from your podcast so you can create a top 1% podcast just like this one. The May cohort is now open for enrollment. Classes start May 22nd. There are only 15 spots open. You are going to learn podcasting with me and 14 other amazing people. You can learn all the details at thepodcasterclass.com. Use code podcast when you sign up for $100 off. That's thepodcasterclass.com. You know I'm a big fan of enjoying life while still being smart financially. That's why I love ButcherBox. I can get a variety of high-quality meat, seafood, chicken, and pork at an amazing value, all with exclusive member deals delivered to my door with free shipping always. One thing I just never wanted to cut out of my spending plan is eating good food. And with ButcherBox, I don't have to, and neither do you. Where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Yes, you heard that right. One of my favorite go-to dinners is a salmon bowl. I'm not even a huge salmon lover, but ButcherBox's wild-caught salmon is Oh, so good. I make a nice little marinade, saute some veggies, cook the salmon, and throw in some weiss. And it is an amazing dinner. If you want to take less trips to the grocery store and always have prepared meat in the freezer for a lot less money, you need ButcherBox in your life. Sign up at butcherbox.com etm and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash etm. Hey, I'm Shauna Comedy Game. This is Millennial Money, and today we're talking getting your finances organized in three easy steps. So look, if tax time is going to um, serve us well, other than hopefully the refund that you might be getting, hopefully it's not too big because hopefully you've been using the tips on the podcast. And uh, so hopefully you get a little something back, but not too much because you have everything set up right. So you're getting more money back every single month. But I digress. So 
it's tax time and you've got all your documents together, all your W-2s, your 1099s and everything. So this is the perfect time to get your finances organized. And I've got three easy steps to kind of get you on your way. And look, I'm not a detail person by nature, right? I'm a financial planner. Um, You know, I love to help people sort of solve their financial issues and put all those pieces together, but I'm not really a huge fan of filing and organizing. In fact, like it's right there down on the list with taking the trash out, uh, cleaning the kitchen. Oh no, cleaning the toilets. That's way worse than cleaning the kitchen. Um, it's just not something that I love to do, but I know how important it is to take care of your finances and all of your documents because you don't want to need something and then you can't find it like those, oh crap moments. And I've had those come up personally for sure, but I've also had them come up with clients and friends and, you know, I just, I know how important it is to just spend a little bit of time and think about these things and get these things put together. So um, I'm going to tell you kind of a sad story right now. So one of my dear, dear friends, um, she was engaged. She had, or has, I should say, a little son and uh, she and her fiance bought this house, a very, very nice house out here in Los Angeles. And, you know, things were a little bit rocky. Finances were a little bit rocky. Um, You know, he wasn't happy with his job. She was freelance at hers, but about to get, you know, a full-time position. And there was just a lot of tension. And um, unfortunately, something happened and he ended up taking his life. I know it's, it's sad, sad story, right? And uh, so left her and left her little boy. And while they owned this house, and you know, that was fantastic, she really had a tough time surviving on one income. He didn't leave her anything, he didn't leave her any life insurance money, he didn't leave her any savings account or anything like that, and things were just in shambles, right? She didn't know where accounts were, she didn't know passwords to things, she had to literally put the puzzle pieces together as best as she could. Uh, to figure out the situation. And, you know, he actually thought he was doing her a favor that life would be a lot easier without him around. Well, it really doesn't always work that way, right? And so he ended up putting her in this like really tough situation. And we spent so much time digging through paperwork and, and emails and I mean, whatever we could, his phone, whatever we could to like piece together um, all of these bits of information financially because she still had to make a mortgage payment. She still had to make car payments. She still had to pay her taxes. She still had to do all of these things and figure it out rather fast, right? And so she really was, you know, I talk about this to people all the time, but she really was the impetus for, you know, coming up with kind of your, your financial system and uh, a place where everything is stored so that when you need it, it's there, right? And this is really especially important for couples because, you know, I've been through divorce myself. I've had plenty of friends and clients that have been through divorce. And not that you're going to go through a divorce or a breakup or a separation. However, if you do, and one of you is not in the know about what's going on or where everything is, it is a freaking fiasco to try and pull all the pieces together. That's why, look, I always say there should be a 
a money CEO, right? If you're in a partnership, there should be a money CEO, that one person who is dealing with all of the money stuff day in and day out. However, the other person, it is your responsibility to know what the heck is going on, where documents are, what account numbers are, what login information is, that you really understand what's going on. And I find like too often in situations, especially when like one partner's trying to hide something from the other, there's not a full disclosure moment, but there needs to be, there has to be full disclosure. So even if you're not dealing with like Uh, the budget on day-to-day or you're not dealing with any of that stuff on day-to-day, you really need to know what is going on. And that's why those money dates um, are so important, even if it's just a few minutes each week, to know what the heck is going on. Because whether you know it or not, if you're in a partnership and you share bank accounts or both of your names are on, I don't know, like the gas bill or the apartment lease or the mortgage or whatever it may be, you are partially responsible for that. And so why in the world would you be partially responsible for something and not know what the heck is going on? So word to the wise, just a little caution. Like this stuff is really important. And look, if you're not in a partnership, if you're not married, you're not dating anyone where you're living together, it's still critically important because it's so easy. Like we get so busy and we just lose track of things. Like where, where we even put things? I mean, my God, like even though we're in sort of this paperless society now, I don't know about you, but I've got paper all over the place and I think I know where everything is. <laughs> but like if I was actually in a situation where I had to find something like lickety split, like I'm not sure I could find it. So I would imagine that many of you are in the same position. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. (laughs) I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Okay, listen, like many of you out there, I love Notion, our sponsor today. And I honestly use it every day for my notes and journaling. I also track our family expenses and I manage all of our household to-dos. Notion has been such a lifesaver in helping me get a lot more organized because that's not one of my strengths without stressing me out. Notion is a place where any team can write, plan, organize, and rediscover the joy of play. It's a workspace designed not just for making progress, but getting inspired. Notion is the AI-powered workspace that can summarize things like meeting notes and automatically generate action items and help you get answers to questions in seconds. It will honestly blow your mind. Notion is for everyone, whether you're a Fortune 500 company, you're a freelancer, you're starting a startup, or you're a student juggling classes and clubs, or you're somebody like myself that just really wants to get organized. 
Try Notion for free when you go to notion.com slash etm. That's all lowercase letters, notion.com slash etm, and start turning ideas into action. And when you use our link, you are supporting our show, notion.com slash etm. So step one really is spending some time thinking about what's working and what isn't working in your finances. And, you know, we, we, we don't take time often just to kind of like slow down and do kind of an analysis of what is working and what isn't. We do it with our relationships all the time, right? We do it with our weight and our working out and how we look and all of those sorts of things, but we don't do it with our money. So some questions to ask yourself, are your credit cards working for you? right? The answer can be no. Should you be looking for a 0% offer or a consolidation loan to pay off your debt? Um, you know, LendingTree, Prosper, uh, SoFi, all of those companies right now can offer, if you have good credit, a consolidation loan that you can use that cash to pay off your ridiculously high interest credit cards and really start to chip into that debt. You know, what are your interest rates? Do you have a debt payoff system that you're using? If you don't get one, because it works, it really works. Remember, there's two ways to pay off debt. The first way is to attack the card or the loan with the lowest balance. The second way is to attack the card or the loan with the highest interest rate, right? Choose one or the other and start attacking it with any extra money that you have. You pay minimums on all everything else except the one thing that you're attacking. Put all the money that you can until that is paid off. When it's paid off, you take all that extra money and roll it on the next item, right? It's the best way to pay off debt because you need a system just like throwing extra money out, throwing over your minimum payment, you know, out on a bunch of different cards and loans. It doesn't really get you anywhere, right? You need a system. So do you have one? Are you using it? Because you could have a system and you can fall off. That happens, right? You could fall off like for a month or for six months or for a year. Well, maybe now's the time to get back on that system. Have you set money goals for this month, for this year? Like what are the things that you really want to achieve? And those are things that need to be incorporated into your budget because when they're in your budget, then you're actually putting resources towards those And, you know, if there's a financial component, you're way more likely to actually achieve those goals. So do you have them written down? Are they someplace that you can look at, that you can review, that keep you motivated? Do you have loose 401ks out there, right? Have you left jobs and have multiple 401ks that are still with your old employers? Again, it's not a terrible thing to leave them. However, One of the best things you can do is roll them into a rollover IRA, a direct rollover IRA that you set up with Fidelity or Vanguard, TD Ameritrade, you know, uh, play spin the bottle and whichever, whichever one it lands on, pick that one, right? Um, So compiling those together helps with compounding and a lot of times it gives you a lot more investment options than you had in your 401k. Do you have savings set as a fixed expense? Hint, this is a big hint. Have it auto-deducted each month. Have your savings auto-deducted, right? So it's almost like you don't even see it, right? When you get your paycheck, the money just goes off magically into a savings account. You see your savings account balance grow, right? Uh, but you don't actually have to move the money because, I mean, come on, let's let's 
let's be honest here. Like if we have to actually move our money by ourselves, what is the likelihood that we're going to do it? I don't know about you, but I'm a financial expert and I still have a tough time sometimes sending money to my savings account if it's not auto done for me. Another thing, this is a big thing. Do you have beneficiaries updated? So remember anything, an IRA, 401k, life insurance, all of those things are going to have beneficiaries. So that means if something happens to you, that money is going to go directly, pass directly to whoever you named. Well, if you've gotten married lately, um, if you've set up a trust, anything, you need to make sure that your beneficiaries are updated. So if you don't even know who you named as your beneficiary, this is a really good time to go check that out, right? And find out who you named and make sure that it's who you actually want to get the money. Because I can tell you some stories of people who have not, young people who've not changed their beneficiaries, something happened to them and the money went to somebody that they did not want the money to go to. Let's go back to my uh, my friend that I was talking about earlier. Um, so he had a, a very small, but still, you know, it's money investment account, but he had named his brother as a beneficiary. Well, she had no idea. So what happens when he passes away is the brother gets the money and she gets nothing. Well, she could have used that money. I mean, she's got a, they have a small child together. Like she could really have used that money, but she didn't know that. Right. And he didn't update his beneficiary. So it's really important. Like, don't just think that because you're in your 20s or early 30s or whatever age you're at, that you know you can overlook these things, right? Okay, are you tracking your spending every week? So, a lot of times, what I find is, again, this does not matter what your salary is. It it, it does not matter. But a lot of times, what I find is, you know, we look at like the monthly budget and it. It looks big and it looks manageable, but then we get to the end of the month and like something's falling apart there in the month. Um, I'm guilty of it too. It just like we get busy, life happens, you know, and, and money just starts flowing places. But what I've found is if you track your spending every single week, if not every single day, you have a real good grasp of, you know, when things start going like off the deep end, right? So when your spending just starts going totally crazy, then you then you have um, just some way of knowing like, okay, I need to reel it in a little bit or, you know what, I just don't care, right? It's a decision point. And so it's an it's accountability to yourself. It's accountability to your goals and to your future to really track these things. And I mean, it's already sort of talked about this, but you know, what about those money dates? Are you setting aside that time with yourself or with your partner, with your spouse, at least once a week? Look, all you need Give me 15, 20 minutes. That's all you need to get all this stuff, you know, in shape. You don't need more time than that, right? This isn't, this isn't, I'm not talking about like hours and hours of agony. This is not another like chore on the chore list. Like this is important. This is like a 15, 20 minutes. If, if you just focus, like turn off all your devices, unless you're using an app and look at where you're at, look at the week ahead, you know, reallocate any spending that you need to. Uh, what's coming? Are you going to be able to hit your goals for the month? Just, just spend a little bit of time. These don't have to be painful. Like, please, please, my God, please make these fun, right? Have some wine, have a beer, order a pizza. I don't care what you want to do, right? But just make them fun. All right. So step two, 
is get in the know with your password and login information. And I have heard so many excuses from people about why they don't need to do this step. And I am going to push back on you every single time. And I'm going to tell you, this is probably the most important thing you can ever do, especially if you're married or if you're in a partnership. But look, even if you're single, if something happens to you, let's say you, God forbid, get in an accident, right? And you're, you're in the hospital. If there is a list of all of your password and login information, then somebody that you trust who can access that can pay your bills. And why is this important? Well, we got a pair of bills, right? So we don't screw our credit or so, um, I don't know. I mean, there's so many different reasons why this is important. So create a document with all your password or login information. I have mine in Excel and I have the thing password protected, right? So it's this freaking password list that's password protected. And I keep it in Dropbox, which is password protected. But there are great services like LastPass. I love LastPass. LastPass uh, stores all of your uh, login information. So if you go to a site, you know, you can automatically load that login information. That's great as well, especially if somebody else, you know, is using your computer. And then update this regularly. Like if you're using a document, update it regularly. But if you're the money CEO in your family, make sure that the other people, the other person knows how to access this. So it's not just there for you and that's all fine and dandy, but like if somebody else needs to actually get in this, make sure that they know how to do it. Um, This isn't funny, but I'm going to say it's sort of funny. So uh, I had this situation happen to a client of mine where they were actually in the hospital and they were single and somebody needed to get in and pay their bills. And they had all the information, but they called me like in a panic asking if I knew their uh, computer password. And I was like, I don't why would I know their computer password, you know? And uh, she was just like, well, I'm just, I'm calling anybody and everybody to try and get the help because she needed to pay a bunch of bills. She had the password list. She knew how to get into the password list, but she didn't have the password for the computer. So <laughs> like we, we, we go too fast. Sometimes we need to think about these things, right? So that person that you designate to be in the know, make sure that they also have Ah, any passwords to actually get into your computer or your phone or whatever, you know, they need to access to get to the password list. Okay, friend, I want to know, what are your money goals this year? Are you saving to buy a house or maybe a wedding or a dream vacation to somewhere tropical? If that's you, please, please take me with you. Or maybe you want to just grow your emergency fund because let's be real, life is expensive. I want to make sure you reach your goals, so you need Monarch. That's why the Wall Street Journal named it the best app for growing your savings. Monarch is the top-rated, all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. You can create custom budgets, track progress towards your financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash ETM. Here's what I love. Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. You can change the layout of your dashboard. You can go between light and dark mode. You can create custom budgets and notifications. You can set up all of these automatic rules for your transactions and notifications and so much more. Monarch is obsessed with constantly improving their product. Get this. They release updates every two weeks, and they even allow customers to submit suggestions 
vote on requested features, and view the product roadmap. This, my friend, is totally original. Plus, they will never sell your data to third party or show you ads. I think that's really important. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it is the top-rated personal finance app. And now, listeners of this show get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash etm. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash etm for your extended 30-day free trial. I'm going to be real with you. Identity theft is on the rise, and you do not want to wake up one morning and discover that your bank account has been emptied or you're overdue on credit cards you never even applied for. We talk about this often on the podcast, but you don't realize how much of your information is available to scammers on the internet and how susceptible you and your family are to identity theft and fraud. I know, it's scary, but now you can get your data removed with Delete Me. That's why I personally choose Delete Me. Delete Me is a subscription service that removes your personal information from the largest people search databases on the web and in the process helps prevent potential ID theft, doxing, and phishing scams. I just started using Delete Me and I got my regular personalized privacy report. (laughs) I was shocked what they found and removed. It was pages of information about me that I did not want online. Here's how it works. You sign up and provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. I cannot tell you how relieved I felt to have Delete Me. And you know, it's also a great service for your parents or grandparents to help protect them from identity theft. Delete Me is not just a one-time service. Delete Me is always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you do not want on the internet. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special price for my listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use promo code etm at checkout. The only way you get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and enter code etm at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash etm. Go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use code etm for 20% off. That's a lot of passwords I just said. All right, so step three, create your financial folder. And so think of this as kind of an extension to, you know, your password and login information. So create a list with all of the account numbers you've got and where. So this can be incorporated into your password list, but, you know, your password list probably isn't going to include things like, Uh, the account number for life insurance policy or disability policy or long-term care if you have it or, uh, you know, any any sort of thing. It's not going to probably include your account number for for your car insurance, uh, any stuff like that, like extra stuff that would be on there, maybe um, account numbers for your 401k or your IRA. All those things. So just make sure all of that stuff is documented uh, somewhere where somebody can find it if they need to. Um, oh, account numbers for like student loans, things like that are really important to have on there. And create like a folder or, or a spot or create a little box. Like you can go to Michael's and get, you know, a little box for really, really cheap and use this as kind of your 
you know, your money vault, right? Keeping it copies of your last two years tax returns. Now, if those are emailed to you, which a lot of times they are these days, just save them securely, like somewhere with a password, right? Again, we're going to come up with this password thing, but somewhere that you can actually find them or create like a, a folder. Don't call it like if you, you know, and Dropbox, like don't call it my money vault and Dropbox, please, for God's sakes, in case anything is hacked, call it something totally ridiculous. Like, you know, the pizza night or I, I've seen, I've seen lots of crazy things. Call it something funky, right? But so that somebody will know like, okay, that's actually your money vault. Um, but so if somebody hacks you, they won't actually know, like they're not going to go look in the pizza file, right? So keep your two years tax returns, uh, original copies of your life insurance, disability, all of those insurance documents, copy of your will, copy of your, you know, advanced healthcare directive, um, instructions if you're the money CEO in your family. I always find it really useful to actually like write out a document with instructions, right? So if something were to happen to me, here's what you should do. Step one, step two, step three, step four, call this person, call that person, access this, go here, pay this, all of that sort of stuff, right? Of course, you've got to update it regularly, but it's just, you know, when there's like a panic moment or like an oh my God moment, you're not thinking rationally. You're not you're not thinking through things. So if there's a checklist, it makes it really easy for the other person. And then in this financial folder, in my little box, right, that I've got, and I also keep some uh, cash that's in there that, um, you know, if, if <laughs> the world turns upside down tomorrow, um, there is some cash there that I can access. And I don't have to go to the bank account uh, or the ATM or anything like that. Um, depending on where you live, I live in California, there are earthquakes here and there was a very, very, very memorable earthquake, um, many years ago that I was young, young kid when I was living here and literally the whole entire city shut down for a few days. Like you couldn't get in restaurants, you couldn't in grocery stores. And so, you know, thank God my parents had some cash like set aside and that we actually used that cash to buy things because you couldn't. You couldn't use like a credit card right then because all the systems were down. So it's just always a good idea to have some cash on hand. You just never know like what's going to come up when you're going to need a little cash. It doesn't have to be a lot. Like maybe, I don't know, 50 bucks, 100 bucks. Some people like to keep a thousand bucks. It's up to you depending on your budget and, you know, what kind of money you have. But but don't put it there and then like use it to go out and like buy that new pair of kicks that you really want to have, right? Like just keep it there, right? Let it be like a surprise to you when you need to um, find that like, oh my God, cash. So there are three steps, simple steps, but super important steps to help you get your finances organized. Um, Go through this, you know, think about these questions, just give yourself a little bit of time. And um, again, it's so important. I've Gosh, I've been involved in so many different stories and situations with people where I have heard, you know, kind of the worst of the worst. And why I I, I don't like to talk about that a lot. Um, I try and make these podcasts a little bit more cheery. I think it's also realistic, right? I can't just sugarcoat everything for you. Stuff happens, and um, stuff that is unfortunate and unplanned happens. And so it's just really good to have these measures in place, right? So out here in California, we have like an earthquake preparedness kit with, you know, waters and some canned food and matches and a little like radio that runs on batteries, all that kind of stuff, because 
there may be a moment where we actually really need to use that. And so this is sort of the same thing, right? Do this with your finances. You'll will thank yourself like a million times over when you need this, or if you're married or you have a partner, like when they actually need to figure this stuff out, that you have done all of the prep work for them. But don't just do the prep work, like tell them where this is, tell them why you're doing this, right? So keep them in the know. All right, as always, you can follow me on Twitter at Chana Game and Instagram at millennial underscore money. And here is to organizing your finances.